If you've been out of business for a while and need to understand etiquette in the workplace, or you want to know how to better manage your time, then you need business etiquette. You're on a lunch date with a customer and you want to feel confident about dining etiquette and introducing your clients correctly to others. You also need business etiquette. This course also teaches you how to public speak, how to set your lifetime and daily goals, If you're in sales, this course and class is a must. We sometimes believe times have changed to casual, but casual does not mean non-professional. Our Champion School of Real Estate Etiquette course fills up quickly for people from all walks of life. The loud voices of body language, the slam dunk preparation for the job interview, the powerful first impressions you want to make with your clients, All of these are part of this must-take two-day course. It's through Champion School of Real Estate's virtual campus, so you can enjoy the course from home. The best $145 you can spend to get you prepared for your new career. Santa Maria, CEO, Champion School of Real Estate, the nation's leader in real estate education. Our goal is to jumpstart your career, boost your career to the next level, give you insight into what a career as an entrepreneur in real estate is all about. Real estate is the career of top producers, and we are always finding the creme de la creme or best in the business who openly share their steps to success. And they are always champions. We appreciate so much you being here and spending some time with us so that our our students and our customers, the people who attend Champions, can learn from some of the experts in the industry. So thank you for being here. Thank you for your time and having us. You bet. So let's start, um, and I'll start with uh, with you, Carter. Okay, sure. just a, a little bit of background. Uh, when you started in the in real estate, what were one or two of the activities that you think gave you a jump start to your new career? Um, I would tell you that uh, I, I was—I uh, had some advantages, I believe. Uh, first of all, my sweet mother was a broker and um, had been in the business for a number of years. And so when I got into it, uh, she was my mentor. And uh, uh, so I, I think that probably helped me along. And um, then I really jumped in and I knew that networking and being in front of people was the was the only way that you're going to grow your business. Sure. So um, I immediately started doing uh, as many open houses as I could because I knew that's where buyers were, were going to be. And and I started trying to be out at every organization and uh, being in front of people any way I could. Okay. So. Certainly networking is one of the greatest ways always to create business opportunities for ourselves. Absolutely. So I appreciate that. And uh, Devin, same question for you. When you started out, okay, what were one or two activities that you think helped the most? Well, for me, I would definitely say reflecting (laughs) um, from starting newspaper, delivering newspapers all the way to working fast food, joining the military, uh, having that diverse background of always serving my clients, my friends, my family, always having that need and that passion um, and always wanting to continue that. So that got me in my journey in real estate. Uh, It just was a helping hand, if you would. Uh, For me, building upon it would be the new builds. I love my new builds. Um, mm, okay. Love doing open houses. 
Um, I didn't know anybody where I lived. So for some people that are starting out in a business and maybe new move to a new town, you know, get with a builder. Um, do some open houses. Get with someone in your office. Do an open house for them. And do that networking. Get with vendors. You know, co-brand. You know, the marketing. Um, meet different people that are going to help you build yourself and become an expert. Um, the challenges that, for me, I overcame them by networking and building upon relationships for sure. the future. It's so, great to have that strong support system behind you. Absolutely. Yeah, and absolutely. it builds confidence. It does. And that's important when you're in sales, right? Correct. <laughs> Well, I know that you and I were talking before the broadcast started. So I know for you, Devin, you don't currently have a team, but you're attracting people to your company with the prospect of after you get your broker's license of actually forming a team at the office. Yes. So it is something I do have my LLC I'm dabbling with. <laughs> um, so it's called Forbes Realty Group. I'm just the only one in the group. But <laughs> um, that too will change. Um, I have an amazing broker. So I, I plan on being an associate broker under her. Okay. Um, and, and working that avenue. Um, she's a mentor, a God sent to me. Um, she's one of my best friends as well as my broker and one of my confidants and mentors and coaches. Well, wonderful. And I know, Carter, you mentioned your mother as being a mentor for you when you started. But let me ask you uh, very similarly as far as teams. Did you start out in the business with a team? Um, no, uh, I, I started out, uh, and as I said, my mother uh, was my mentor. And um, uh, we started out with Henry S. Miller back way back when I remember and, Henry uh, after a, a bit of time there we um, we felt like uh, uh, Remax was on the move and and uh, so we we moved to Remax shortly after and uh, we were separate we weren't a team mm -hmm. um, and I just started started working it um, I formed a team I'm guessing it was probably um, somewhere between three and five years later as my business began to develop. Okay. And, um, and I've kept a team all along. Now that we've um, formed a, a new company, uh, we're probably moving away from the team approach. I still have uh, a couple of admin people, and, um, uh, and then we do a number of things in our business that I'll share. But... Uh, I think now at this point, um, I'm, uh, I really enjoy uh, mentoring myself and helping other Super. agents grow. Yeah. So we're probably moving a little bit away from the team in the future mm -hmm. and just building agents uh, in our company. Okay, so the the whole office will be the team. Yeah. The whole office will be the team. But going back to when you first formed the team, mm -hmm. what? What were the first individuals that you felt that you needed and what made you realize you needed to have some individuals added to create the team to start with? So the one thing I know that I'm pretty good at is I'm a pretty good salesperson. Okay. And right. so I know that I needed somebody to help me with all the, uh, all the stuff that we have to do. <laughs> and so my first hire was an assistant okay and to assist me in uh, getting paperwork together getting listings together um uh, you know just putting the packages together putting the files together sure. and keeping up with everything and um uh, so after that then i uh, you know and i'd still work with buyers and i still do i, I, sure. I work with buyers and sellers to this day a lot and uh, then i added buyers agents Okay. As uh, as we went along, and of course kept uh, the assistant. And I basically have two assistants now. Okay, two and a half. And uh, um, uh, I think Vicky is out there watching. So hi, Vicky. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> And one of them. And so I have Candy and Vicky and Chris that are admin, and uh, um, 
and then a number of agents. A number of agents. Were were any of your, or today, are any of your admin people also licensed? Or Vicky is working on it. Okay. Uh, and uh, and Candy is, uh, we're trying to, to work through that as well. And in the beginning, when you first formed your team, your first administrative assistant? I think my first administrative assistant was licensed, and uh, and then he became an agent, or he became, he was licensed and became a sales agent. Became a sales agent. And uh, okay. then he moved out, and then actually, most recently, he just mm-hmm. came back to the team, and uh, um, uh, Carlos Ibarra, and we hired him back probably um, three months ago, two or three months ago. Okay, well, that's wonderful. And if you could pinpoint one or two things that the team allowed you to do to enhance your own production, what would that be? It allowed me to, uh, and I've got to share this. So many, many years ago, Jimmy Franklin uh, said to me, you think you're the only person that can buy or sell a house, help somebody buy or sell a house. And, um, and uh, uh, he goes, you're just too arrogant. He says, you need oh to gosh. get, uh, you need to get buyers agents because you know what? They can do a great job. And so I listened and then I started doing, doing that. And that allowed me the opportunity to go out and prospect for new, more listings and, uh, and then we got more buyers and that grew them and it grew sure. the listing. So it allowed me to kind of be more of a, a listing agent, still work with buyers, but concentrate more on building that. Wonderful. Wonderful. And uh, Devin, I know that that is something in your future. Have you given thought to where would you start in building your team? So I already have. Um, I have uh, transaction coordinators. Okay, wonderful. To keep me going. Um, I'm not more of a back office person, anyone that gets to know me. I don't have time, but there's other people that really enjoy that portion. So we're going to let them handle that business, and I'm going to do what I do best, which is handle my business without being in the front, shaking hands, passing out business cards, closing deals. There you go. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, all the luck to you in building your team. I know it's going to be tremendously successful. Um, Let me ask you, uh, Devin, just shifting gears a little bit. Uh, When it comes to uh, prospecting, do you try to uh, do you try to contact any of the expired listings in your market area as as possible listings in your prospecting? For me, I think that that is a untapped resource that I don't personally do, but I think it's another great avenue that I can expand upon. But me, I like to stop for a good for sale by owner, so I always break for those. Um, <laughs> something I'm good at. So, you know, I, I will look into that and I'm building my future um, with growing my business because I do think it is something that that can be done. I hear it being done all the time. Oh, sure. I just personally don't do it in my business today. Okay. And you know, there there are some agents that really love that part of the prospecting because there's all kinds of ways to prospect. And a lot of agents love that. Okay. And then some agents, it's just not for them. So let me ask Carter the same question. Um, I do not. I, it's just not, uh, I, I decided a long, long time ago that I am not great at knocking on doors, going door to door. <laughs> I just didn't enjoy it. Done it, but I didn't enjoy it. Um, and uh, I believe there are a lot of uh, um, agents out there prospecting for expired listings. So that's not something that uh, I've uh, pursued uh, mm-hmm. very hard. Now, if I know of something and um, you know, I, I might might pursue it on a one-off basis. Oh, sure. But generally speaking, no, that's not. There's so many different things that we can do Absolutely. in our business to prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just chosen uh, other ones to do other types of prospecting. And in fact, you mentioned um, a few minutes ago um, in one of your first uh, responses, you mentioned that you did open houses and things of that nature. So tell us about your experience with 
open houses and how often? Sure, I started out doing open business. houses, and I, I kind of I've told people over the years I've built my business on open houses. So uh, it was very good. I got to know the neighborhood. I got to know the people. The neighbors would come in. Buyers would come in. And one of the things that I did that I felt like, well, I learned, and I probably learned with the champions, is to... I'm sure uh, you did. Yeah, <laughs> uh, is that get to know that market, run all the available sofa homes on the market, and uh, be prepared so when they come in, you know the market, you know what's out there for questions. And I did, and I got to know that. And, um, uh, uh, and, and I really think that that helped build the business. But we did a lot of other things as well. Oh, sure. Um, and uh, and now I tell the agents that work with me and others, you know, that's just a, a great market because you're going to get buyers. Buyers are going to come in. Buyers are going to come in. And what do you do to promote your open houses? Um, so we do some social media. Uh -huh. um, we will typically uh, do a video and uh, maybe in front of the house like a day or so before. And we'll, um, we'll we'll post that, and then we will um, um, uh, do lots of signs. And um, I have said that you can't have too many open house signs, <laughs> um, and it is is true. And you know, I, I do see every once in a while where an agent will have one or two signs, one from the house mm -hmm. and one in the street. Well, right. You know what? You need one at the next street over and the next street over back to a busy intersection so that you can force traffic there. That's right. And I, I think that's important. So we do that and uh, and then we'll send an email out every once in a while okay. um, to the agents or, uh, or to especially in reverse prospecting mm -hmm. to those agents that might have uh, a particular client. Okay, wonderful. And Devin? Yes. Same question. Tell us about your experience with open houses because I remember in one of your responses earlier, you mentioned you do them. So tell us uh, what prompted you to start doing the open houses and how frequently you do them. And like, how do you promote those open houses and everything? So Absolutely. You bet. So for me, I don't like doing things by myself. I'm a team player. So with that being said, I'll start doing the team playing. I will get co-brand with a lender. Okay. So uh, I don't have, didn't have a lot of money starting out in the business, so didn't have food. Uh, wanted to do something and promote to get people, um, whether it be a little gift card or, or some food or something. Um, what Mr. Breed was saying, you know, I would do my marketing and my um, signs. I love doing a lot of signs. Mm -hmm. You know, three or four is not going to cut it. I do about 25. <laughs> and, um, and, um, People that have helped me, yeah. people that have, people that do help me, thank you because you know all the work that's involved doing that. But we set them out three days prior because I want to catch, I want to catch those people coming and going home um, days in advance so they can tell they can start selecting their friends and family and who they want to pick for their neighbor. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I I door knock too. Um, I'll go down five. Five down, ten down. Because I want a new listing too. Sure. Because of so I double dip on that sense that yes, I'm doing an open house, but I may get a new sell out of it and uh, another listing right next door or, or a few houses down. So I'm always open for you know growing the business any way I can. Sure. And um, for me, it's been very exciting. But I also like to take a new agent that's trying to come in the business too. Uh, especially now, um, and some that I've helped, there's been quite a few. Uh, <laughs> thank you for helping me and letting me help you, you know, show you how to do an open house, you know, on a shoestring budget. And um, thank you. Thank you. I want to thank all the many people that helped me because I can't do it by myself. So one of the things you're doing in promoting them is actually inviting the neighbors. Absolutely. Right? You go door to door and invite them because a lot of agents will send notices out to the neighbors and everything. But uh, that's remarkable that you go door to door to invite the neighbors. It's a, a little courtesy saying, hey, we're going to do this. 
And we do it for a few reasons, not just to, you know, try to let them come to our open house and stuff, but it's to, hey, we don't, we don't have a lot of cars coming. Yeah. Because I, I, I dream big. You know, <laughs> when I do open houses, I normally have 15 plus people. That's it. And, uh, you know, all these other agents are like, how do you get so many? And I'm like, how do you not? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's planning and executing. It's not, you just don't say, oh, I'm going to do open house and do it today. No, you've got to plan for this and you need to plan about a week out. And on, let me ask you one thing to piggyback on that. When you put the signs out mm-hmm. three days in advance, yes. do they advertise the day that the open house is Absolutely. going to be? So that you're building that date. anticipation. Absolutely. Okay. And super. then, you know, it's it's got little arrows and, you know, and then the day of, you know, that's when we may go and put balloons or the night of. I like to do it the day of. Uh, get there a couple hours early. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't show up to an open house, you know, 10 minutes before or five minutes before the open house. I'm there a couple hours early. You know, if I have to call a lawn guy, my lawn guy, everything's immaculate. Everything's <laughs> set up perfectly. Um, not that you have to do that, but, you know, I I spray everything off, you know, make sure the house is just gleaming and that she looks like a princess. Um, she is, she's attracting that buyer just saying, come on in and buy me. You know, we, we have a lender on site so we can, we can get the pre-quad and, and, um. So, so you actually help stage the house the day of if there's things that need to be done. Well, we stay, we, we declutter and stuff like that prior, but, uh, if we have to stage a little bit and move stuff around, we anticipate a big crowd. So. That's super. And then if it's vacant, obviously we're going to do something to kind of, you know, give it a little bit more life, like bring in a little bit more color, maybe mm-hmm. some fresh flowers. Or I love fake flowers because they never die and they don't take any water. So I'll take a lot of fake flowers and kind of put them in the bathroom and the kitchen and, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of makes people want to say, hey, you know, I can really see myself living here. Makes it more inviting. It really does. Yeah. Super. Well, that's remarkable. Um, okay, uh, <clears throat> Carter, you have been in the business much longer. So let me ask you this question first. About how many years would you say, based on uh, your career in the industry, how long, how many years did it take working just cold leads mainly um, before a lot of your business, and probably I would say the majority of your business today, is referral-based. Yeah. Um, the majority of the, our business is, uh, although um, I think it's a challenge to go out and get oh, yeah. more business, so it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoy going out. I still do open houses, probably not quite as much as Devin or some <laughs> others, our, but I still enjoy it, and I like trying to pick up a, a buyer or possibly a listing down the street. And uh, so that's still fun for me. So I still do that. It was probably in the neighborhood of, you know, I'm, I'm kind of guessing going back. It was probably five to seven years before it really got for me or really got a lot of um, uh, referral business. I would get some, but I was still building. Oh, sure. um, and I do, I do a lot of mail. So that's still prospecting and that's still new clients. So those aren't referrals. And we get those, we get those all the time sure. through some of the, uh, and I'll share with you a little bit. I think one of the questions you'll have for me is uh, about uh, budget and spending uh-huh. and advertising. I'll share that with you. Uh, would you like to go ahead and share that? Well, sure. Okay, as far as percentages or something, yeah. you don't mind? So, um, we, um, I try to set aside 10% of uh, our gross income mm-hmm. for uh, for advertising. For advertising. And, um, uh, and <clears throat> with that, I do a great deal of mailing. And mm-hmm. um, so, I have a number of passions in my life. And so I've connected them with real estate and one of them is education. And uh, so I support many of the schools in our area. And uh, so that's been, uh, I started out saying, okay, well, I want to advertise with them. 
And then it just grew and grew and grew over the last 20 years. And and uh, three years ago, I was elected to be a trustee for the Spring Branch Independent School District. Oh, well, congratulations. And, uh, and that's been a big passion. So now I really support those schools and I support <laughs> them financially. And, uh, and and I love putting the money toward that, toward kids. And that's a, that's a big deal. And then um, we probably do a mailer um, basically to the Memorial uh, Spring Branch area. And it's about 15,000 pieces. We do that about every, um, about every six weeks, I would say. Oh, okay. Um, and that's a pretty big, that's a pretty, pretty big, big mail out. That's a pretty and, big and then we do a number of, you know, we're always on the school directories. We're always uh, on uh, different newsletters for sponsoring them for different, sure. uh, different neighborhoods mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Wonderful. And Kevin, let me ask you a very similar question then, uh, starting with when did, because all of us, when we're, we enter the business, uh, we all start out approaching cold leads. Uh, we all have to do a lot of prospecting and everything for business. But have you seen... In the, in the few years that you've been in the industry, have you seen a shift from having to do as much, even though you never quit, sort of cold prospecting? Have you seen a shift in the percentage of your business that now is coming more from referrals from past clients and, and customers? Or um, how long did that take for you? Great. And that's a really good question. Um, for me, I'm always working that pipeline. and you know, I've got buyers and sellers and friends and family. Um, I started out doing a little bit of advertising with some Zillow ads mm-hmm. to help, you know, accommodate um, bringing in some of that pull, that buyer power. Um, but now I'm tapping into different aspects of my business, which is the investment side. Ah. So... Now it's strictly referrals. Uh, I don't advertise anymore. I don't do the mail outs. And that's another thing. I, I was like, oh, you always catching new ideas. Hey, <laughs> what do I need to be doing? Um, so um, I'm always looking for ways to better my game and better what I do. But there's so many. Real estate is so cool. It's not like you just have to work with strictly buyers. You can work with sellers. You get to work with farm and ranch, which I've done a few. Mm-hmm. You get to work with land sales. You get to work with this. You get to work with commercial, which I'm about to start listing two of them coming up. Um, so I'm tapping into all these resources of real estate that I never even knew that really existed because I was like, oh, I'm just a buyer's agent or I'm a listing agent. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm taking it a step further. These investors I get to work with. They're awesome because what we're doing is we're buying and then we're flipping them in 21 days or 14 days later. So now I've got a listing too and I'm double, I'm doing that double dipping again, but (laughs) I'm working smarter, not harder. Okay. Um, um, As far as marketing, like a budget, I think we're talking about a budget. Every day is, is marketing for me. Do I have a budget limit? I'll spend what I need to spend, how I need to spend it. So for me, every day is marketing. I'm marketing myself, you know, passing out business cards. When I go through a drive-through or when I'm at the checkout line, I don't pass out one business card. I pass out three. Uh, I have a rule. The greedy become needy, and I ain't greedy. So I ain't going to be greedy with that business card either. Um, Ask for it, you know. Say, hey, if you're looking for real estate or you're looking to make money in real estate, give me a call. And by the way, do you have a friend or family member that needs help you? (laughs) Ask. You know, if you don't ask, shame on you. You have to ask to get it, Absolutely. Ask to receive. I love that. Uh, Well, let me ask this question for both of you. And uh, Carter, I'll start back with you. First of all, um, in all the marketing that you've done over the year, what, what would you say works best for you maybe when you were starting and then now more so for your team wow there's so many i i i've uh used the phrase uh, multiple touchings 
So um, over the period of time in the last uh, many, many years, again, in the beginning, I had, uh, as most of us do, I had way more time and way less money. Um, the good news is I have way less time and way more money now, but the time is, is a problem. So, um, uh, you know, I still do the open houses. I still, I want to be in front of people. And go. that's it. It's being in front of people, however it is, networking, being a part of a network group, being part of any kind of deal. I think that's the, to get your name out there and be in front of people. Mm-hmm. Um, then also, um, mail. And uh, I think that's still important. And I've seen the multiple touchings, and I've heard people say this. You know, they see my ad in the directory. Uh-huh. They get my mail piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I advertise in our local grocery store. And then um, they see my signs out in the yard. Sure. And then uh, they go, gosh, I didn't have a choice. I had to call Carter. <laughs> and I said, that's good. That's good. So it's really multiple uh, multiple touchings, okay. in my opinion, that get it. Which one's the best? It's 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 hard to it really is hard to measure. And we do try to measure everything. I'm sure when well, we, works and, yeah. does, and we sure. make a note in every file mm-hmm. when someone calls. Uh, and uh, it, and it is. Oh, I saw your ad somewhere. I seen you here. Um, mm-hmm. So it's uh, uh, what's the old adage? I think uh, someone said it a long time ago. I know fifty percent of my advertising works. I just don't know which fifty percent. Fifty percent. And in the advertising that you've done, Devin, uh, what would you say has been the most successful type of advertising? And we may already know the answer to this, but uh, what would you say, in your own estimation, has been the most successful? Good old-fashioned relationships. You know, um, I'm not afraid to go the extra mile for my clients, as most people are going to say that they will. But what is the extra mile? You know, ask yourself, you know, what is, what, what dis- distinguishes a good agent and an, an exceptionally great agent? Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to be. You know, when I'm doing a listing, I'm not afraid. I come with, with trimming shears and a chainsaw. <laughs> and because I want to get the right photo, you know, for it coming soon. Oh, sure. Um, you know, I want things, I want things right. And I'm starting off, I didn't have a lot of money, but I was able to look around what I did have. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's so much easier to call my landscaper and say, oh, by the way, you need to go to this address and this address and this address. And um, just send me the bill. Uh, because my time now is worth so much more. So my clients love when they see a realtor that will take off his jacket, you know, and, 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 and trim a bush. Oh, sure. I mean, they're 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 literally they don't know what to think, and the humbleness of that—that that I'm willing to help and do my job, not and really get down and deep and dirty if, if, of getting myself. You know, sometimes you'll see my hands all scarred up. Um, <laughs> it's a chainsaw and hedgers, but don't worry about it. it's okay. But um, I love doing that. Again, it goes back to you know. Why I got into the business. I got into the business to serve people. And that's why I love it. That's why I do it. And that's why I'm going to continue to do it and, and build upon that. Sure. But it's building the good old-fashioned relationships. And giving that exceptional service to each and every client that you get the opportunity to work with is what creates referrals for you from them and you know, I know uh, we always say, talk, we always talk about what do you need to do to make them clients for life? Oh, and absolutely. those multiple touches so that they never forget you. That's the thing. Uh, so often I think agents will try to do like one contact per year or something in the hopes that that's going to be enough. Uh, but it's the multiple touches that uh, Carter was mentioning that you have mentioned. You have to do that. And I think you have to sometimes roll your sleeves up and get personally involved um, as well. To this day, I still, I don't carry a chainsaw in the front <laughs> yard, uh, but uh, I, I have been known to have some 
some hedge trimmers before, and I still carry a little clipper in the back of my car, even though I don't actively list and sell any longer. But for years, I did that uh, because I would do the same thing. If there was a bush that needed a little clip here or whatever, it was taken care of whenever you went and you visited the property. So I gave my that is excellent. Yeah, um, that you know. Many of us don't do a great job of staying in touch with our former clients. Right. And I think that's just critically important because you've got a, basically a bird in the hand, and, uh, and that's real important for us to do. We've tried to do that, but you know, you got you to put them in your database and then stay you in do. touch with them. You have to stay in touch. Have you ever wondered what a career in real estate is all about? My 30 Days to Success workbook will teach you what an agent should do from their first day in business through their first 30 days. Everything from finding clients to setting up appointments to deciding what office to join and which type of real estate is good for you, be it residential or be it commercial. 30 Days to Success is a training manual for new people. If you are needing additional training in real estate sales, if your company training program is maybe needing improvement, purchase 30 Days to Success for $79, which includes the link to online training as well as the comprehensive 30 Days to Success workbook. Necessarily, I heard Carter mention it earlier, um, at more at the beginning of our conversation. But what do either of you do right now as far as social media? Um, so we have a, a, a couple of Facebook pages. Uh-huh. Um, uh, we, uh, I believe, they're in the process of uh, developing a Facebook page for our property management. And Super. While I'm here, I might tell you a little bit about us. So, so. Uh, Devin had mentioned that he uh, works with investors, and that started our business too, uh, although probably a little bit different than what you do. We, um, uh, one of my friends encouraged me, if you're going to be in the real estate business, you got to buy real estate. So mm-hmm. I started buying real estate early on, and then my friends and clients and acquaintances said, well, you know, I, I want to buy real estate. So we started selling real estate to investors for investors. income purposes. And so uh, it, that turned into uh, property management. Uh-huh. So we basically have what I call three buckets of business. We have our main brokerage business. That, and that's, a, that's our main business, mm-hmm. helping people buy and sell real estate. Okay. Secondly is we do uh, property management. And so uh, and we're not a, a real large firm. Uh, but uh, uh, we do we do an exceptional job there in, in helping people manage that business and stay in compliance with uh, uh, code and and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and treating the tenant like a customer and treating the uh, owner like a client. Like a client. And then last is uh, owning real estate, and that was the best thing I think that we've done is started buying real estate. Uh, early on, and I encourage anybody in the business, if you're going to be in the business, invest in the business. Oh, sure. Because yeah. it builds wealth. It, it does build wealth over time. And plus, like what has happened with you, investing yourself led you to yeah. helping others invest, and then that led you to your property management company. Right. So that's wonderful. And Devin, what about you? Okay. What uh, technology? Um, it goes back to those building relationships the good old-fashioned way. Um, you know, I always joke with friends and family, even some of my clients, you know, I don't know what um, um, Factbook is or Instasnap or Quitbook. <laughs> um, it's a joke. But uh, because I don't do it. Um is it another avenue that I could use? Yes, I, I hear realtors doing very well with it. But for me, I am my own brand. And I have to be out there. And 
I'm the one shaking the hand and I'm the one closing the deal sure. that way. Can I attract business the other way? Absolutely. I hear it being done. I'm going to work on that. Uh, I'm going to probably hire agent operations to handle that part of the business for me. Because, sure. And then hire that assistant to actually handle that because it's something I don't care to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel that my time's probably going to be better spent somewhere else. But um, I, I don't know. I... I will work on that because I hear technology is the way to go, but I just like passing out them business cards and 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 building them relationships the other way. You, you enjoy rubbing elbows. I really do. Elbows. You know, I'm. Some people laugh at me. Um, I'm a hugger. Um, I do the bro hug with all he, my male. He is, by the way. I do the bro hug with all my male counterparts, and you know, it, it it's very genuine. Sure. And with it being genuine in some of my male um, clients and realtors that have become clients and now are realtors, um, thank you. Um, but uh, they get mad if I don't give them a hug. <laughs> and it's like, what, I don't get a brother? And I'm like, oh, sure. Hey. You know, then it make, kind of makes, I'm like, wow, you know, this is kind of uncomfortable for me now. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> because I had that. You know, I didn't do it, and yet I'm being asked mm-hmm. for a hug. And, well, I think know. it goes back to what what you uh, told us in your profile that you you want your business to be personalized, right. and so you have made a commitment, obviously, that you're going to make people feel comfortable absolutely when they're around you. So that's super. And you're right; you can outsource the technology aspects absolutely. of the marketing. Uh, to someone else quite easily and all. But let me stay with you for a moment, Devin, and tell me about how many days or hours per week do you concentrate on your real estate business? Uh, Anyone that knows me. (laughs) Uh, I work a lot. Um, Start up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I try to get to bed by 9. But... um, my phone normally starts really going around five, six o'clock in the evening. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of realtors are, you know, well, I don't work after six o'clock or I have a six o'clock appointment every day with my family. And I just want to say to all those realtors that subject themselves and limit themselves, thank you because my phone is blowing up. <laughs> um, I will pick up that phone every time. Um, so... I never limit myself. Um, do I vacation? Absolutely. I work hard and I play 10 times harder. Okay. Um, so there is work and play. I, talking about the outsourcing, you know, talking about the greedy become needy. I'm not greedy. Um, if I can't handle it, I'm going to refer it out. And I have an, other amazing brothers and sisters in the industry that refer their business to me. And we do the hand, the hand toss or passing of the baton mm-hmm. because they're going to go on vacation and they know I'm going to handle their business sure. well with sure. their clients and they're going to handle my business well. And that's the great thing about this business that we're brothers and sisters and we're an extension of the family. And hopefully, you know, with every deal you work, you know, you're going to learn something. Real estate. I don't know. I've done over, I've done a lot of deals. Um, and every day I learn something new. No two transactions are alike. Um, and I, I, I get, I get very humbled by knowing everything that I've got to do, but outsourcing, working with my brothers and sisters in the business, coming to a win-win is, is the name of this business. Excellent. Uh, and Carter, let me ask you, similarly, because I remember you said earlier in the broadcast that you're starting to slow down a little bit, and part of your goal in further developing your company is to have that ability. So now, at this point in time, um, how many days or hours 
or we are you devoting to the company? <clears throat> well, it's still uh, more than full time, but uh, uh, so I probably spend, um, you know, even when I'm off, I think about business like most people. Oh, sure. And mm-hmm. uh, um, so uh, I'm, all, I'm always uh, trying to create new opportunities or think about how to, to do something in the growth of the business. And um, I would tell you that I'm probably in the 50 hour uh, a week range, 40 to 50 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to work too much weekends. You know, we're always negotiating. We're always okay. having to show mm-hmm. maybe uh, we accompany many showings, so we have to do that sometimes, but I do get help there. Um, um, but I also have another full-time job that doesn't pay, and as I think I mentioned, I'm a trustee for the school system, Springfield sure. School System, and that probably, uh, it, it's, a, it's a big commitment, and I would tell you that we're I'm somewhere in the 25 plus hours a week oh my. on that. That's a lot. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. And uh, there's always something to do there. But, you know, that's a real, that's a pleasure to do. It's, sure. uh, you know, it's uh, growing that, it's, it's uh, growing that system and, and uh, trying to make it better. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and that's kind of, as I said, a passion. So, uh, um, you know, I'd love to slow down one day with real estate, but I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and when you get involved in the community to that extent, uh, number one, you do it um, because you want to get back to the community. Exactly. But that, over time, also leads to new business opportunities as a general rule. Um, And getting involved in any of the um, activities that uh, charitable organizations and uh, like the Heart Association uh, and all, anything like that that any of us can do in our own communities. And Devin, for you, those are the types of things that you can showcase yourself and your involvement on Facebook doing those things because that will attract people to you usually Absolutely. as well. But um, I commend both of you for you know, your dedication to the business and what you've accomplished and all. Um, I'm, I'm going to direct this question mainly uh, to Carter uh, because I think that you're not so much into the technology, but you're going to outsource that. So, Carter, let me just ask you if you have put any new technologies in place in the last couple of years that you think have really increased production or just saved you time. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a number of things that I think we're trying to do, and I'm learning from my uh, younger cohorts uh, <laughs> on, on things to do in many in many cases. Uh, the videos, I believe, are so critical now. Sure. Um, technology is taking over our industry, and uh, and they and professional videos. You know, going into a house and doing a video of while you're in there and maybe you have somebody with you and highlighting that and then posting it. Uh, that's good doing a, a video for open house. Um, also, um, we've developed a proprietary email system um, that we send out to uh, all the area uh, agents and we have different zones that sure. we've, we've done. And uh, we hire a student uh, during the summer and then sometimes in the uh, uh, Christmas break uh, mm-hmm. to come in and help us with that and to upload uh, that. That's a, that's a great opportunity to hire a student. We have a great program. Yeah, got to mention Spring Branch again. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we have a great program called AOF or Academy of Finance. Okay. These are young kids that want to get in business and um, uh, really smart kids. And so we get the uh, opportunity to hire one of those or two of them and come in and we give them little projects to do, and, uh, and it's super successful. So we're doing that, and then, um, uh, again, I think I said Facebook. We're doing a couple of different Facebook pages, um, the videos. Uh, I'm probably leaving. I don't do Instagram, kind of like you, but um, I have gotten to the point where I have somebody help me with that. Um, it's just not my... Maybe I need to start doing it. 
I understand. Uh, what about, because I know you do a lot of open houses, are you doing videos and things at this point in time? I do. I would think you probably were. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, working for an amazing broker, thank you, Jennifer Welch, um, <laughs> she actually has her a studio and a production company. Wow. Oh, um, So I have an amazing broker. Um, so... When when I say I don't do technology, now you know, I'll post something or I'll okay. do this or that, but I just don't do a lot of it. You don't focus on it. I, it's lot. not it's very low at the totem pole for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do it. Um, I just don't do a lot of it. It's I channel my energy elsewhere. Um having the people uh, I already forgot the question. Uh, just technology, so, technology video itself. or other things. So having um, having a, an amazing broker for me helps me because mm -hmm. they're doing that or tagging me mm -hmm. or my clients are tagging me and sharing things. So I do know the steps and the processes. <laughs> I just don't really care to do it myself. So when I do outsource, you know, I'll give them the admin feature and let mm -hmm. them handle that portion of the business sure. I just I just see so many things out there that I'm I, I get nervous um uh, because I don't want someone destroying my brand yeah. um I don't want it to be political I don't want it to be this I don't want it to be that I don't sure. want to be so I worry from that aspect um but on the open houses oh yeah I I in fact I teach people the new agents uh-huh how to do the little videos and stuff like that. And they'll go and post them on um, Facebook and then they'll, they'll put them on the YouTube. And it, it's, it's really exciting and fun, you know, to watch them and see what they do because I'm, I'm always amazed. I'm like, technology is super fun. And there's a lot, having, an, an, again, an amazing broker, we have the best sure. systems in place where it may not be technology in a sense of, Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or or the different ones that are out there, but we have the best back agent, you know, best, mm -hmm. the best back office um, CRMs um, that work for you and seamlessly work together. Sure. So my time and energy, when I do have my transaction coordinator and I'm just kind of looking, I don't want to look at the history reports uh -huh. to see when she's really working. Thank you, Kathy Sage. Uh, a little shout out to you, um, but um, you know, so I we do have really good systems in place oh, and technology. Wonderful. I just really for me, I you're, want to be old fashioned. You, you're more the people person, right? You want to get out there and shake hands, yeah. But finding a good broker or brokerage that has really good systems in place, mm -hmm. like you know what you were talking about with your. Uh, proprietary email and things like that and for some of you that are looking for a brokerage you know look and see what they're what they're offering you because these are some incredible topics and champions um has helped me ask the right question i'm gonna go ahead and shout out to my champions instructors to all of them um because they actually helped me. I took notes. I sat in the front row. I was always nervous. I took the uh, person to the left and right, front and back, even though there's no one in front of me. Um, but uh, I take their name and number down. Mm -hmm. And I was going through a hard, uh, I was scared. I was nervous. I was like, Lord, am I going to pass this, this test, you know? But um, anyway... Building those relationships. In fact, I'm still very good friends with the very first classmates I ever went with. That's super. That's and they're excellent. with Amazing Realty, by the yeah. way. <laughs> Another shout out to yeah. Amazing Realty. Um, Carter, let me ask you, um, and we're going to be running a little bit short on time now, so a couple of questions I want to get in uh, before we end. Uh, could you pick out any single sort of defining moment when you knew you had made it and you could be successful in this business? Um, 
I'm not a hundred percent sure of that. You know, I still, <laughs> am I, I still, I have growth. You know, I, I still need to grow. And uh, but I would tell you that it was it was a real pleasure, an honor when honored by uh, the Houston Association. Excuse me, the Houston Association of Realtors and uh, HBJ Houston, Houston Business, Business Journal mm -hmm. as being one of the top twenty-five agents, mm -hmm. and that happened in '98. So um, that was the first time, and then it continued. Uh, I started to say, I see and, you there quite frequently yes, in that list. Yeah, and so <laughs> you know, it's morphed over the years. It was very interesting, and you know, I think about uh, my mom being in business, and, and when I first started. You know, it was a good time, I think, when I got into business because it was, uh, it, it, it had this, it was taking legs, so to speak. And, you know, you didn't have teams way back right. then mm -hmm. and you didn't have the, uh, the growth that you see now. And so it's, it's, it's a great opportunity to get into business. So. Mm -hmm. And, and I have to commend you. Uh, I didn't mention it in your bio, but, uh, uh, Jay Carter Breed team uh, was also recognized last year as one of the top 25 teams in the greater Houston area by the uh, Houston Business Journal. Um, and I know that the list is about to come out again for 2018. Yes, yeah. And um, I look forward to seeing your team's name there again, by the way, I hope so. <laughs> uh, because uh, I've been at many of those award ceremonies and your name is always there. So uh, you can be commended for all the work that you've done and how successful uh, that you have been. Uh, so let me ask that same question sort of of Devin then. Has there been a single sort of defining moment when you knew that, because you said you were nervous and all, but has there been a moment where you knew that you had chosen the right industry to go into and you could be highly successful? Absolutely. Um for me, when that client, when I get to closing, mm -hmm. you know, and I ask for those three referrals. Um, now I'm going to be calling, and that's what I tell them. I'm going to be <laughs> calling you. I'm going to need three referrals. Sure. Uh, I'll call you throughout the year. And I'll call. Or they'll call me, hey, Devin, my sister or my neighbor down the street needs you. They need you to, you to help them sure. and give them the same great service that you gave us. And all I do is talk about you. You're the first name I come that comes up to mind with real estate. And I'm very touched and grateful for that. The other one would be when I'm working with, um, I'm doing a, a listing or I'm going to a listing appointment. And, you know, for being new in the business, you know, you'll see... I'll go on a listing appointment and I'll see mega producers, marketing materials on that listing. And I'm the last one to, to show up. And I'm like, oh, great. You know, so and so already, so and so is already here. And I already know that they are, they're, they're good. But I'm amazing. And I signed that deal, that listing right then. And it makes me feel really good yeah. that, you know, the humbleness, the genuineness, it came through and I was just being me, yeah. you know, and that's when I knew that I was going to make it. In real Congratulations. Congratulations. Very quickly. Okay. Uh, and let me start with, uh, with you, Devin. If you could give just one piece of advice to a middle of the road producer. Um, on how to become more successful and go to the next level in their career. What would that be? Dream big. Continue on with your education. Take more designations. Ask. Get mentoring and coaching. When went with more than one, but well, that's they okay. kind of all they kind of all go to hand in hand. Yeah. But um, you know, dream big and definitely ask. And, and I think you'll go far. Okay, wonderful. And Carter, what about you? Um, so I think that uh, uh, the key to our business is being noticed, is being out there. So get noticed and um, 
uh, and work hard. Um, many times I've said, you know, if you sit at, if you get your license and sit at home and watch cartoons, you're a cartoon watcher. You're not a, a rules. And so, so get out there and work. And there's so many areas that we can spend our time and money in, in prospecting mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, and selling to generate that business. Because we've talked about some of those those mm-hmm. ways, you know, whether it's mail or whether it's knocking on doors or getting involved with a charity or whatever, mm-hmm. those are all ways to get your name out there and pick yours that suits you and pursue it. And I think if you get out there and be public, you'll be successful. Do you want to know what successful people in real estate do every day? Learn the how the why, the what of their daily success by tuning in to our Champion School of Real Estate podcast every week. Every Wednesday, we will add new insights to elevate your entrepreneurship and help you make new breakthroughs in your business. You can do it. We can help at Champion School of Real Estate weekly podcast.